LiveWire is brought to you by the Rise Network. Please check us out at www.risenetworkus.com to check out all of our bloggers, streamers, YouTubers, podcasters, and entertainers. Rise is focused on these three words, growth, ascension, and rise. Welcome back to another episode of Live Wire Fantasy Football. I'm here with my co-host, Colin Macklem. Good morning. Nope. Remember what I told you last time? It's good day. Good day. Good day. Why can't, why can't, why can't it be good morning? Are we releasing it tomorrow morning? No. We re- release it whenever Rod's done. Yeah, the producer. Also, it could be tonight. Yeah, it could, could be. be tonight. It could be tomorrow. It could be so next then you, week. Then it doesn't matter what time it or is. Or just don't, like, just do your own thing, man. Yeah. Just do whatever. You're right. <laughs> Just don't say good morning. You're right. Good good day. All right, whatever. All right. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Live Wire Fantasy Football. I'm here with my co-host, Colin Macklem. Good day, mate. My ugly ass, but ugly producer, Roderick Curitan. It's an ugly week, folks. I am playing Rod in fantasy in our main league, and that's why today... Tomorrow, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, he's ugly. And Monday, he's ugly as shit. Mm. No longer beautiful, Rod. It's okay. Can I get beautiful? Can I be beautiful Tuesday? We'll see if I beat you or not. Okay. If you beat me, then you are forever fugly. Well, I beat you in championship last year. Mm. Okay. <laughs> you know, hey, you, didn't you, know, have to do that. you know, I'm coming at you, you didn't, bro. You didn't have to I'm do that. I'm coming at you at all you angles to today. All angles. You today. didn't have to do that. I did, though. We could have had a nice cordial. Because you had Ryan Tannehill and Mike Brable decide to take him out, and you needed just a couple more passes, and it didn't work out for you. Yeah. I know what happened. I was, oh, I you, was also had, you also had A.J. Brown, too, the dynamic duo. Yeah. Yeah. Anything yeah, else? Double stack. <laughs> no, that's, that's it. I always double dip. You guys I don't double dip? I double dip <laughs> yeah, all the time. Who's your double dip? It was Travis Kelsey Mahomes, but I, I shipped Kelsey. But For those of you out there who didn't understand what the fuck you just said, that was Debo. Debo Samuel, that is. Also known as Taquan Raekwon Debo Samuel. Yep. Oh, that's yeah, his real that's name. name. Yeah. Shout out Who Am I later on the show. Stay tuned. Stay tuned for the Who Am I. Colin, who's your double dip? Lamar and Hollywood. Oh, I knew it's you were nice. going there. That's a good one. It's a QB one and a wide receiver one. Everyone knows so I have the shittiest double dip in the league. It's uh, Dak and Amari. Has potential to be great, but it's, it's, just, right. it's just not. Yeah, Dak's, Dak's right. holding up his end of the bargain. Yeah, where's Coop at? Where the hood? Where the hood? Where, where the, the hood, hood at? at? Yeah. <laughs> where the fuck is Coop at? You know what they need to do? They need to start doing the Coop chant once he catches the ball. Coop. Like you know, Coop. They, they always do that. Because every, every time a player has one of those chants like that in the crowd, they automatically have a big game whenever they get they, that They first. do that every time he catches really? the ball. He just hadn't caught a ball in so, so long. Like, I, I don't even hear it anymore. <laughs> he doesn't yeah, exist. I mean, he does catch the ball every game. It's just not as many times as I'd like. I, I hear I hear a lot more Zeke. I've never heard that. I've never heard. I've never heard Zeke. You haven't heard that? No. no. Oh, but I will say, I, I will say, though, I think Amari Cooper has now entered touchdown-dependent territory, mm. which has never been his thing. He's never been that way. Do you guys remember? Do you guys remember when he first got traded to Dallas? How awesome it was when he was getting like 175 yards, 10 catches, and like two touchdowns. No, yeah, right. He was having there. Yeah, he was having a career and a half. I was like, oh my god! And like, I don't know if that stuck with me when I took him this year. I took him in every fucking league. I was like, dude, he's gonna be a dog. He should be a dog. 
the Cowboys are back. And that's the craziest thing. The Cowboys are back, and no thanks to Amari Cooper. Because Zeke's back. Zeke's been back. I know, but, I mean, we saw what happened last year when Dak went down. The whole offense just kind of lost its identity. And now they have the same piece that they had when they like when Dak and Zeke were rookies and they just took the league by storm. It was their their passing numbers weren't insane, not like they are now. But Zeke was just doing his thing, and then they passed when they needed to, and it worked. And I feel like that's what's happening now is they don't need to pass the ball any, anymore like they used to. They, their defense is good. Their running game is good. Yeah, out of nowhere too. I don't know how that defense figured it out in one year. Somehow Trayvon Diggs has eight interceptions, which was more than anyone in the league had all of last year. Really? Yep. Week really? 10, through 10 weeks, yeah. Even more than Xavier Howard? I think he had eight last year. No, actually, last year, you're right. He had 10. Yeah, he, he was having a hell of a year. Yeah. That's why I asked. Yeah, but people don't get those high interception numbers anymore. But we'll we'll circle back. Unless, Rod, you want to do it now? You want to talk about the, the Chiefs and Dallas matchup coming up this week? You want to just kill it now, or you want to wait? We can kill it now. All we'll, right, let's, we'll let's talk about it, because I, I think this is a battle of two potential MVP candidates between Patrick Mahomes and Dak Prescott. Um, I will let you have the floor talking about... The, the Cam Newton, I'm back! I'm back! I'm back. Well, um, I think the Chiefs are back. As as uh, my friend Travis Kelsey said, Oh, oh, I think I got my swagger back! Ooh! Uh, yeah, they got their swagger back. Uh, that's what they needed. They needed that Raiders breakdown for them to get their swagger back. And I'm so happy. Colin's happy because he has Tyreek Hill. I'm happy because I have Patrick Mahomes. Everybody's happy because the Chiefs are good again. It does feel right. It feels right. It, they're, they're back. Now, the question is, can they sustain this being back is the, the biggest question. But I think so. I think so. Uh, Mr. Jones, Mr. Jerry Jones said that the, if the Cowboys beat the Chiefs this week, it is a, quote, hallmark win. Yeah, hallmark. I've never heard that come out of Jerry's mm, mouth. I've never heard Ever. that come out of anybody's mouth. I'm not sure entirely what that means. It sounds like a big deal, though. Yeah, what does what the fuck does that mean? What is a hallmark holiday and, like, hallmark? That, is that, like, like a stamp? Like, is that, like, a this is a, this is a big deal? Probably a trendy word that was going around back in the 50s or 60s or something like that. Mm, Just carrying point. it with him nowadays. Yeah. No, he probably thinks he's still in the 50s. Yeah. No, he does. You can tell yeah. he does. Yeah. He got all that old money on him. All right, let's kick it off to the Thursday night game where we have the New England Patriots taking on the Atlanta Falcons in Atlanta. The spread is minus seven. The over-under is 47. Colin, as always, do you like anything initially right off the bat? I actually do kind of like the under. And for a guy that cheers for points more than anything else in this whole world, the under looks kind of juicy. Ooh, I, I don't do unders. I don't either, so I probably won't do anything with it. But I do but you like, like it. it. You're I just like advising it. the people, hey, maybe this is something you could take. Yeah, you know, it's a sign of the times, you know. Is it, though? is it, though, because the Patriots just won by, like, 40 last week? The thing I've noticed with the Falcons but is... the Falcons lost by 40, so here we are at 47, and it sounds like that's clean. I mean, like, the last three, four, five years, it always felt like the Falcons were the team... Like, one of the main teams you'd always take, like, the over. Take the over, the over. For it. yeah, the Vikings, the Seahawks, yeah. The, yeah, the Falcons, yeah. But now it's, like, this year and most of last year, it feels like it's, like, the Falcons are, the like, the under king. It's, like, the, the total's always set so high, and it never gets hit. Okay, well, yeah, you hear it here. I mean, 47 points, that's what that's what you expect from, like, you know, the Chargers and Browns or something like that. Yeah, but anything, the Browns are, like, the most under team of all time. Yeah, because, I mean, yeah. yeah. That's what I'm saying. So, like, it's always, like, if you have a heavy-powered offense versus, like, a really stout defense plus a shitty offense, ergo, like, the, 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 the Browns usually, you know. The Browns offense isn't great. 
great running attack, but that it ain't good anymore. I'll tell you that. Yeah, I mean, even well, I mean, they still they can run the ball the damn well. But Rod, don't you have a fun fact or something that you're supposed to chime in with? Yeah, I was coming, but you guys are talk coming. You guys are doing great. Uh, Patriots are four and zero against the spread in their last four games. Um, I don't know if you guys have been paying attention to this, but these have been hitting every time we've been talking about these. <laughs> like the Colts are like five and zero in like their past Thursday games, and they won the Thursday game. Uh, so yeah. Listen to these spreads that are going on. The Patriots are 4-0 against the spread. Take the Patriots against the spread. So, yeah, I actually do like it against. I like the Patriots against the spread as well. I can see that too, but also here's the thing why I don't like it. Because A, Rod just said that. And B... No, you're right. You're yeah, right. no, seriously. Yeah, once you make it known. Like, once a trend goes viral on Twitter or, you know, someone on a podcast says something, if you know about it, it's probably going to lose now. Mm-hmm. You know, trends were meant to be a secret. Correct. So, so that's A... You just said something, so fuck that noise. B, uh, the Patriots are coming off a hell of a week, like a hell of a week. For you said forty a hell point of a month. Yeah, yeah, but last week especially, like oh, they, yeah. I, we haven't seen the Patriots blowing somebody out like that. Even in Tom Brady's era, like they didn't do that. Sh- they didn't do that shit. So that was like an insane win, and then to th- like thrice go to C or three or whatever the fuck we're on. If you add the, f- can you yeah. stop doing that? What can you if you add the Falcons? Like, what am I doing? He's tapping the fucking table or something. I'm not touching shit. ADD's kicking in. Can you go to three, please? Three is the the Falcons also got shit kicked last week. True. So it's like if you do the up down theory, here we have the Patriots who shit kicked everybody last week, mm-hmm. and then you have the Falcons who got shit kicked last yeah. week. Up down theory, Falcons do the shit kicking this week. See, Patriots I don't I don't, be- I don't believe in that shitty up down theory. I feel like the Falcons don't have a shit kicking bone in their body. <laughs> That's possible. I mean, I'm not saying that they're going to shake him, but like, it's a, they can cover the spread. Who said they can't? I just think Mac Jones. I think Bill Belichick, like, he's has this, he's plans every game out, and this I, game he's had planned out for weeks. He's like, all right, this game particularly, it's already done. We want it. Why? Because that's Bill. Think- Bill just Bill knows. Bill Nye, the science guy. Bill. Bill. Nye. Bill. Bill. Bill, no, but Bill. Bill Belichick, the football guy, like he nice, knows everything. Dude, that's a fucking that quote that right there. Dude, I feel like he got, like people feel like I feel like people like dropped Bill off. Like, they just forgot about him. I sure as hell didn't. I didn't either. Yeah. But I mean, like I I would yeah, I would, I'd be I lying either. if I said like okay, Bill's pro- like after last season at least without Tom Brady, yeah. it's like all right, maybe Bill isn't this some godsend. But now it's like it's creeping right back on us right now. We're seeing it happen right before our eyes. The reason the Chiefs are the Chiefs now. Is because of Bill. Bill was the reason that a lot of things have gone wrong for the Chiefs. Uh, but yeah, so I mean, I have totally, totally on board with the Patriots and the spread. Mac like Jones, a, baby. I mean, yeah, Mac Jones. Yeah. Okay, well. let me ask you this question. I saw it on a show this morning on one of the networks. Is it crazy to say that Mac Jones will win a Super Bowl with Bill Belichick? I saw. I think I saw exactly what you saw. Yeah. And I, I I agree with the guy who commented on it. I forget his name, but he said no. And like I just don't think I don't think they will. And simply because I just don't think they're ready yet. Right. And I don't know how much time Bill has left. If you could rewind Bill's life expectancy like another twenty years, give him another twenty years in New England. I would a hundred percent say yeah, yeah. Because Mac Jones is you know the Tom Brady equivalent. I'm not saying he's the goat. I'm just saying he's Bills is Bills type of player. That's the kind of quarterback that he wants. He's got his guy, you know, not super athletic, but he's a student of the game, right? Someone who can 
do your job. Gruden grinder. The Gruden grinders, the, the Belichick types, right? Mm-hmm. So I think the recipe's there. I just don't know if Bill's got enough time on his hands. All right, let's get into the uh, should I stay or should I go? This is a new segment for you guys, and it's going to be should you ship their ass or should you keep them on your team? This is going to be trade or no trade. Yes. So first is number 15th ranked DJ Moore. You guys want to keep him or should he go? You got to keep him. You got to keep him. Cam's back. I'm starting to want yeah, DJ I'm Moore back. off my team. I'm back. You don't remember him saying that last week? <laughs> I want I'm DJ back. Moore off my team. All right, we got one off, Why? one on. I just, I mean, he has—he literally has not done a damn thing, a damn thing in the last six, six weeks. It's 15th ranked. Because mm. you should have seen what he was doing the first four weeks. I'm just telling you, Cam's back. That offense looks excited. I saw Christian McCaffrey do something with his body when Cam scored that I've never seen anyone do before. It was... You should look at it. He's just swinging his arms around like a fucking inflatable car sales like thing. <laughs> I love it. That team's hyped that he's back. They love him. Sam Darnold, they all want to fucking take, throw eggs and tomatoes take at. Kick him to the curb. Kick him to the curb. So I'm all in on the Cam Newton train. You're keeping You're keeping DJ. You got one keep, one go. Yep. Okay. Next. No, you got to you got to break that tie. You have to break that tie. I'm going to say, see you later, DJ. We'll see you. Right, you're gonna be you're gonna be the tiebreaker. Nah, from nah, nah, nah. We'll All right, you, number two, number eight ranked Joe Mixon. Go ahead, Colin. Should he stay or should he go? He should stay. He should stay with me a long time. Long time. <laughs> Love me a long time. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here, Joe. Get the fuck out <laughs> now, of my can house. Can I get a brief explanation yeah, I'd like on to why? Hear one. Yeah, I would love to because I, I'll give you the explanation. Why? Because we all know how bad Joe Mixon is, but... Do we, though? Stop. Yes, we do. Okay. But he has been outperforming himself lately. It's not sustainable. Mm, we the about- volume's always been there, but the result hasn't been. And he has been getting the result lately. And because of that, sell high. Ship him. See ya. All right, I'm the tiebreaker. Yep. I'm keeping Joe I'm Mixon keeping all it. day. Yeah. I'm sorry. I've been slandering all you all season, Joe. You can't find a running back in the league. You can't find three. You can't find three other running backs in the league that get as much work that Joe the volume. Does. You volume. Both, yeah, I volume. know. I know it's there, but you both know. He is outperforming himself right now. How? So, the passing game hasn't was, been so what, what it is lately. They've relied on the run. They, they, have, they have relied on the run lately. And it's not going to continue because I'll tell you what, Joe Tri- Joe Trigger, <laughs> Joe, Joe Burrow's got a trigger finger and he's ready to fucking shoot it at any time. He is, yeah. And they're going to stop running the ball like that. They're relying I mean, on it because it's been successful. They haven't had to throw the ball recently like they have in the past. It's not going to be sustainable. Mm-hmm. They're going to get down in the game soon. Mm-hmm. They've been controlling games or betting close ones like the ones with the Jets. And it's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. They're going to need to throw the ball. And Joe Mixon does not catch balls. I don't give a fuck what you say about that. He doesn't, Brad, bring up the stats if you want to. Bring up the stats, Ship Rod. Sir, Ship bring up the stats, Ship him. He's outperformed his expectation. No, no, no. Bring up the stats. I'll no. bring them up. I'll, I'll, I'll bring them up. If he, he, it looks like he's talking to me, not you, Rod. Okay, well. No, go to the next one. Yeah, go on to the next one. I'll okay. bring up Joe we'll Mixon's receptions. Number three, number nine ranked Corderell Patterson. Should he stay or should he go? Dude, I don't know how this happened. I don't know when it happened. I do know when it happened. Week two, I'm all in on Cordero Patterson. Mm, okay. Like, he's the guy there. Mike 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 Davis is droppable at this point, mm, okay. who we all thought would be the guy there, considering they had nobody else going into the year. Right. I'm all in on Cordero to continue his usage. He is basically a wide receiver who you could put in the running back position, which is awesome. I'm all in on Cordero. Colin. I am actually out on Cordero. I feel like we had this, like, Cinderella story with him this year, right? It's like – 
Yeah. He hasn't done anything relevant, really, in the last six, seven years since he came into the league. And all of a sudden, he comes out of nowhere, and then now this injury comes, and I feel like it really just is going to derail him a little bit, you know? I feel like he's not going to be able to get back on track. This is all speculative. It's just the way I feel. Mm. If I can trade him away for what he's at right now, if someone's trying to trade him as if he's not injured, I'm gonna get full. I'm gonna try and get full price what I can get back for him. I guess That's it would depend. I, I wouldn't not entertain offers for him. I would like to see what you're offering me, but at the, if it's not something that you like really, really, really much, don't do it. Okay, Rod. Here I got. I got these numbers. Go ahead. Quick. Yeah. I also, I you're Joe the tiebreaker on this one, Rod. Okay, I'll come. Right, go, go ahead, Rod. Okay, Cordell Patterson. I'm keeping Cordell Patterson. All right. Okay. All right, Joe Mixon. These are his st- his receiving stats from his four his last four games. Week six against Detroit, five catches, fifty nine yards, one touchdown. Baltimore, zero catches, zero targets, zero yards. Evans. New York Jets, week Evans eight. To the best of them, four right, catches, right? 58 yards, one touchdown. Week nine, five catches, 46 yards. Mm. That's that's in, in four-game stretch, that's just under 200 yards receiving and 14 receptions with two touchdowns. Mm. That's more than Amari Cooper has receiving the last four weeks. Wow. <laughs> what are you looking at me like that for? Hold off on Amari because he's coming up on the list, too. We'll talk about him. I don't want to talk but about But he, 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 he just shit down your throat about Joe Mixon. FYI. Nah, he just oh, picked wait, good wait, wait, he, just picked, he just picked really good games. What do you mean? I picked his last four games. Go look at, go look at his first eight. I'm looking at 26, 12, 25, and 28 points per game the last four weeks from Joe Mixon. Yeah, I told you. He's outperforming. What he's, it's not sustainable. He's scoring, he's scoring a lot of touchdowns. But if you're getting five catches for 50 yards roughly every game throw on out, throw out from here on out, I like Joe Mixon to get over 14 points next, every week. Next. All right, number four on our list is number 47th ranked running back Miles Sanders for the Philadelphia Eagles. Should he stay or should he go? See ya. Adios, Colin, amigo. It's time, bro. It's time. It's, dude, you got to clip him. Clip him. Dude, clip him. Kick it's him time. out of the nest. Just, just See ya. It. Just say Let me hear you say it. Say what? It's time I'm for I'm saying I'm trying to empty my fucking Brinks truck for Miles Sanders right now. That's what I'm trying to say. How? All right, no. Obviously, you don't want to empty a Brinks truck for Miles Sanders. Not a smart <laughs> idea. But the Eagles have been the most run-heavy team, coincidence, since Miles Sanders got hurt. Is that because Miles Sanders got hurt? No, absolutely not. It's because that's how they can win football games. Well, they also have four running backs. Yeah, sure. You can have four. You can have five. You can have ten. I don't give a damn. Miles Sanders is the best running back in that room. And when he comes back, Nick Sirianni already said it today. Miles Sanders are starting when he's, 40, when he's fully healthy. I don't know, I don't know if he's going to get this workhorse Back our work that in Philly never like, does. That's his problem. He, he but he has. was. He was still getting the snaps. They just weren't running the ball. It was silly. no. He just wasn't making anything out of it. What do you mean? He has a, he has top ten yards per carry. He in the was league. not doing anything with what what he was being dealt. He was not just doing. He wasn't producing. He was doing everything he could with what he was dealt. That's exactly. exactly what he was yeah, doing. That's why he's so bad. But okay. But that, what we have from Miles Sanders this year, what we've seen with our own eyes, is that. The Eagles were not running the ball. They were not committed to running the ball. Okay. And they were down, and they let Jalen Hurts be the most selfish bastard in, in the entire football league. Okay. And Jalen Hurts, by the way, has been playing phenomenal. Yes, he has, but it's not like he not like the start he was Okay, but to. let me ask you something real quick. Why are we okay with Lamar Jackson doing what he's doing, but we're not okay with Jalen Hurts doing what he's doing? Jalen Hurts. It's a race thing. Lamar Jackson. <laughs> no, good point. Yeah, what you got to say, dog? No, because no. Lamar Jackson gets touchdowns stolen from him. No, Jalen Hurst no, takes no, the touchdowns no, no. from... You, you missed my point. 
Why are you commanding Jalen Hurts for taking away touches away from Miles Sanders, but you're not coming I'm at... I'm not talking about touches. <laughs> he has Lamar. I'm not talking about touches. I'm talking about... If he had Jalen Hurts, he'd that's, be... I'm talk, that's goal line. No, no, no. You, really, no, you just said Jalen Hurts is selfish. Lamar Jackson is just as selfish. Okay, but you have Miles Sanders. You don't have fucking Devonta Freeman in your backfield. That's true, too. Okay. The, 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 the skill, talent gap, yeah, is the talent gap in the running back room is like, yeah, give Miles Sanders the ball. He's much better than what the Ravens have. Devonta Freeman has performed. He, he has done well, but I mean, you throw anyone in a successful rushing attack, and they're going to perform, and that's what exactly what we saw from Even Eagles. me? I'm getting 15, yeah, 15 yes. carries. We'll right. 15 well, carries. Sounds like five Colin's yards. keeping them. Colin's keeping get, them. Can I get a first down on 15 carries? Not a chance. Number five <laughs> on the list. 15 <laughs> carries. 15 down set of downs? No. Number no, 30. I got to get 10 yards and 15 carries. I don't think you're scoring inside the red zone. You're crazy. All right. Number five on the list is number 30. Right. I just want to say, if Daniel <laughs> Ricard can fucking do it, I think I can do it. Daniel He's 300 pounds. He's a fucking big boy. Okay, how athletic can he really be? Did you see that lineman on the Dolphins get flipped and flipped? Yeah, dude. Flipped Did you the see the cut he made before that? Yeah. He made an unreal cut. He was a that? pure athlete. I didn't see that. It was Flipagami. Flip I'd play the song back. Flip, yeah. Flipagami? Yeah. Okay. All right. You guys ready for number five on the list? Yeah. Okay. Thank you. I don't know. Yes, oh, you guys. Right. Rizik, you guys, are, Rizik you guys knows are really Number five, number 30 ranked AJ Brown. Should he stay or should he go? I'd buy him. He's going to stay with me too. Yeah. I'll I'll I, if you don't have him, buy him. And if you got him, keep him. AJ Brown. The, we, <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. We both are really excited about AJ Brown. Go ahead. You can go first. AJ Brown, I feel like ever since he's been in the league two or three years ago, he's had those, you know, those boom bust games. It felt like the the boom games were more frequent than the bust, but this year it's been a little bit uh, of the other. But when those boom games come, and they're going to come pretty frequently, especially since he's the only one on that team that can make plays, it seems like. They're going to come. They're going to come in a big way, just they're like targeting, we saw this year. They're, targe- they're targeting him as such. By exactly. The way. And he, he we've seen him put up over 150 yards, two straight games, scored multiple touchdowns in a game. Don't worry about A.J. Brown. Obviously, he had a terrible week last week. You want to keep him if you can trade for him. You want to do that as well. Good days ahead for him. Yeah, he he's one of those guys that like close your eyes, don't watch it. It'll come on the red zone when he gets his forty yard touchdown down the sideline. Like he is getting target after target after target. And like last week was a bad example because I think he had four targets, one catch. That's fine. The week prior he had three catches and eleven targets. Like for those, so there is for some reason why Tannehill and him aren't connecting right now. I'm not sure what it is, but I will trust them to figure it out. I am buying A.J. Brown. Next. All right, number six on the list. This is going to be interesting. Number 23, Amari Cooper. Are we keeping him or are we sending him out if we have the chance? This is the tough one. Silent crickets. You want me to take it first while you collect your thoughts? No, I'm pretty confident about this one. You got to ship him. Thank you for being honest. You got to ship them. I 100% agree with you. It's getting to crunch time, dude. There's like three or four weeks left. If you're on a playoff bubble, you got to see what you can get for them. The problem is is that you're not going to get offered anything that you're really looking for because you're looking for someone who can also produce 25 points in a game, but it's not going to happen. You're going to get a guy who like Jarvis Landry out of him. Which I will tell you to fuck right off. Oh, are you fucking talking to me? Because I got Jarvis Landry. I tried I know. to offer you a trade. I know. But Jarvis Landry is going up against the Detroit Lions, so he's going to have a career week. Let me just take the time out on this wonderful podcast to tell you, fuck off. Because <laughs> I'm not taking it. But it's just, I don't know, dude. Mark Cooper's that guy who just, if he is not scoring a touchdown, or it's not one of those crazy games where he's getting 13 targets, he's getting four targets, three catches, 50 yards. 
and he will make you want to blow your brains out. Okay, so Rissick's out. I mean, it's I mm, I lean more towards keeping him just because his value is so low right now. It's that anyone that you get in return for him is just not going to hit the same, regardless of what their numbers are in the season. You know what I mean? So I mean. He's obviously at 23, you said? He's at 23 right now? Number 20. No, yeah, he's number 23 ranked wide receiver. Number 23. So it's probably. Back end wide receiver, too. It's probably the lowest it will get for him. Yeah. I'd, I'd hope so. I'd hope so. But a couple more weeks of him getting three catches and 50 yards, he's going to be right there with fucking Corey Davis. And because that's the same shit that Corey Davis does. He booms, and boy, does he bust. Yes. But the Dallas Cowboys do play the Kansas City Chiefs this week, who have yeah. It's a horrible, horrible defense. Yeah, so, so we'll see. But then again, up. then again, they're back. They're back. They are back. They're back Got to bending. They're, back. they're back to bending, not breaking. So. Uh, number seven, number 15th ranked Melvin Gordon running back. Should we keep him or should he go? Get nice. the fuck out. Really? Yep. I disagree. I'm going to keep him. He is clearly the goal line back there, which is what you want in fantasy football. You yes. want to get touchdowns because guess what? A touchdown is equivalent to a 60-yard run. I don't really give a fuck if he's getting a lot of those. If he's getting two touchdowns, I'm cool with it. So I am going to stick with Melvin Gordon. Yes, they do split carries, and that sucks for any fantasy owner ever, but I'm cool with it. Yeah, he's been using it in the, in the, in the passing game a lot, too. And just, we all know what Melvin Gordon's yeah, capable of. So. I just feel like with that situation in Denver, it's, Melvin has everything to lose, and Javante Williams has everything to gain. Yeah, you know there's definitely saying? an upside. There's definitely an upside to Javante. So if you know your ceiling with Melvin Gordon is a whole, a whole I mean, are you asking me in a dynasty league situation? Absolutely not. But like season long, yeah. I'm just saying if if you give me a guy, obviously Melvin Gordon, he's cut, the guy right now. Today cut, he's the guy. Cut keep. I'm gonna cut him because I want to keep the other guy. You take him over Javante? I know I'm taking Javante over. Or you take Javante over him? Yeah. I disagree. I disagree as well. All right, moving on. Uh, Number eight, number 39 ranked Antonio Brown with his injuries that he's had. Maybe he has a high high stake or high stock in his name uh, just because it's Antonio Brown, even though he hasn't played a long time. Can you ship him at the trade deadline or should you keep him? I would ship the shit out of him just because the reports I'm hearing back is that he is not healing correctly. He's having a really really tough time rehabbing that ankle. Um, according to the sources, it still looks like a softball. I'm not too happy about it. I am completely worried that he's not going to be back anytime soon. If you do have him, I don't really think you have an option to trade him because if he does come back and you're in a playoff situation, that's exactly where you want him. True. So I'm going to keep him, uh, but I am not happy about it. I'm going to keep him as well. Mm, okay. I'm probably going to try and trade for him because like Rissick said, he's, he's the, exactly the guy you want. You True. probably put him in your flex spot. Good flex play. That's awesome what I was flex play because awesome he's play. got wide receiver one potential. With right. he's more likely a wide receiver one than he's a flex, but right. he's in that flex he's, spot. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And you drafted him to be a flex. Exactly. Uh, number nine, number five ranked T.J. Hawkinson, Homer, for the Rise Network here, located in Michigan, Detroit Lions. This one hurts too. Uh, I, tough. It's tough. I'm. I'm gonna say ship, dude. I can't do. I can't do the golf train anymore, dude. I can't do it. I'm so sick of Jared Goff. I'm sick of him throwing the football five yards or less every fucking play. And every single defense knows that if TJ Hawkinson isn't getting the ball, then Lord knows who is. Because there's nobody on our name, nobody on our team worth a damn. I, I just can't do it. I have to ship him if if anyone will buy him. I like there's he's yeah. the fifth ranked PPR tight end today. And that's with two zero-point games. Two. That's two. crazy. Two. That's cray-cray. 
exactly why I'm going to keep him. Mm, I knew that was coming. I, you have to. I mean, you either are dissatisfied watching the Lions, which you already are watching, are dissatisfied watching the Lions. Yet, Hawkins are getting a zero on there. Probably puts a cherry on top for you. But the tight end, we talk about this every week, I feel like. The tight end position is so, just so, so, so shitty. You don't want anything to do with it. I actually wish we just throw the tight end position out of there. Just fucking make Travis Kelsey and Darren Waller wide receiver eligible for all oh, I Kyle care. Kyle Pitts too, right? Yeah, Kyle Pitts as well. I'm not, I, I, was, I, try, I actually tried myself not to bring him <laughs> yeah, up. Yeah, Kyle Pitts, all right. Well, you did it yourself. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, there's probably two, three, four, five tight ends you you want probably on your team. Other than that, it's throw a dart at the dartboard. Hope this guy gets in the end zone. Okay, I'm going to say see you later, TJ Hawkinson, because the Detroit Lions offense is a fucking headache. Thank you for breaking that tie, Rod. Uh, number 10, the last one. This is so surprising. Guys, when we have sat here at this point in the season, we would have thought Allen Robinson, the PPR machine, the PPR monster, would be the number 60-ranked wide receiver in fantasy football. Most of my third-round picks would tell you probably not, no. Should he stay? No. Or should he go? He's no. droppable. No Rod. one even wants him. He's been droppable for the last he four or five weeks. He is droppable. Not a- tradable, not benchable. He's droppable. That's He's insane. wide receiver 60. Dude, you know, did you want to hear this? You know Traquan Smith yes. has more points, fantasy points than him? I think Darnell Moody You know does. Deontay Harris has more? Yeah. Deontay Harris, do you know who that is? Uh, he plays wide receiver on the Saints. Does he now? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I'm thinking Deontay somebody else, but not Deontay here. Johnson. <laughs> no, but that's crazy. Yeah. Like, there's no names out there. Now, who are we blaming? Are we blaming Fields? Kyle Nag- or Matt Nagy. Are we blaming Matt Nagy? <laughs> oh, sorry. I want to blame Kyle Pitts for everything. Uh, Matt, Matt Nagy. <laughs> yeah, Matt Nagy. So, Matt Nagy should go. <laughs> but then again, Matt, then again, when Matt Nagy was on COVID, he still didn't do shit. So... I don't know what it is, man. I don't know what it is. It's probably a little bit of everything. That offense is atrocious. Justin Fields isn't that good. Okay, whether I disagree. No, I know I know you disagree, but he's not. He's not that good. Does he have potential to be good? Yeah. Is he today? No. Um the whole his whole situation is abysmal and I really, really, really needed him to get traded at the deadline. I really needed that from him. And he didn't. And he didn't. So we're all on, tra- on the train of drop Allen Robinson if you have them. Don't even keep him. Nah, you gotta keep him, but he's droppable. <laughs> if you need, if you like desperately need a spot, drop his ass. But yeah, he, yeah, he's droppable. But I, I'd keep him just in just in case. All right. Well, good luck at the trade deadlines, everybody. Thank you. I need one. I need one bad. All right. Let's do a little sounds about right. A little throwback segment. Last time we did this was probably week four, something like that. Little sounds about right. Roddy, off to you. Kick us off. Yes, here we go. Sounds about right. Clyde will return and provide instant impact on fantasy teams. Does this sound about right? I think it sounds about wrong. You think so? The price is wrong, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> I think it sounds about wrong as well, Rod. I here, here, Rod. Not to scare you. I know you're a Clyde owner. I will just let you know right now that after that game that Mr. Williams put on last week, mm-hmm. I don't see a scenario in God's green earth that Clyde comes in and says, take a seat, young boy. I'm back. I do. I don't. I do. I don't. How is that I possible? Think, I think it could happen, actually. It will 100% happen because the same way you can, see, you can say that about every running back. What's his name for the Chicago Bears? Took a back seat when David Montgomery came back. Herbert? Yeah. He did. Yeah, he did. He but, did. Uh, but, but David Montgomery, I think, is much... 
different than Clyde Edwards. I mean, you away. drafted Clyde. And also, your, like, also, I think Clyde. he can be. I think Clyde will be back eventually. I don't think he will this week. He's coming off. He's fresh off the injury. I understand that. So they're going to implement both of them, and especially coming off of the game that Mr. Williams had last week. And the reason I call him Mr. Williams is I'm not sure what his first name is. I don't Durrell, know if it's Daryl or Damien or Durrell, Dante Durrell, or Durrell. I don't fucking know. A lot of D's on the yeah, Chiefs. a lot of D wills. Yeah. All right. So Darren, I don't, I don't know. So I call him Mr. Williams. Okay. Okay. So D will. Coming off of 100 yards catching. Gotcha. A t- touchdown? He did have a touchdown. A yeah. touchdown. That grab he had. Yeah, giant, awesome grab. Coming out, dude, awesome whipping grab. his dick out like that awesome. on a, on a primetime Sunday night game. Mm-hmm. Dude, and you're going to tell me a guy coming off fresh off, of in, fresh off of injury who has had injury history before. This isn't his first time. He's hurt every year so far. And both have been knees. It's scary. I don't see a scenario in which he comes back this week against the Cowboys and just takes over as the number one guy again. Mm. That's me. Okay. Uh, so this is sound about right. Debo will continue his surge going into week 11. It sure does to me, Rod. I mean, we, Debo's always been this guy where you just give it, give the ball to him near the line of scrimmage and let him move. But now we're starting to see the, the 49ers throw it, throw it downfield a little bit. They're not, they're not airing it out. But they're just giving the ball to Debo in space, and he's doing the rest. And that's exactly what they need to do because Debo probably is the best runner after the catch in the league. I don't, I don't think he's going to slow down at all, to be honest with you. Yeah, you're seeing the Odell come out of him, the little slant routes he's taking to the house, and he does that all the time. He's, he's like Colin says, amazing after the catch. Yeah. And uh, obviously Shanahan found his guy. I mean, this guy had a rushing touchdown from the 12-yard line this that week. That was sick. I, I'm was, sure it was I for know, you. That boy is a sick man. He's yeah, player. he's good, man. He's a good he's football a player. Man. Rod, I remember I was talking to you earlier in the year about Debo Samuel. You were like, hey, you Rod, Debo, you better go get some of that Debo. I was like, bro, I don't get no Debo. You were having any of it. You, I, think, I, I think Collins are keep, keeping him in our uh, keeper league in, like, what, the 11th round? I got him in the 11th round. You have to. Because we, we all thought it was Brandon Ayuk's here. Yeah. And he took the back seat and hello, Debo. He was third round, too, I'm pretty sure, which is crazy. Yeah, that big old chain he got. We got that from. Uh, 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 Debo! Uh, uh, uh. Uh, next, Cam Newton. Taekwon, Raekwon, Samuel. Yeah. You notice how I've done these who am I's and they've, like, boomed? Debo, boom. Mike Vrabel, boom. Against Mike that, Vrabel, boom. prime time game. Is a good had. game? They, they, he coached a hell that's of a game. That's true. That's won. true. Against the Rams. Maybe maybe plays. today's who am I will have a uh, big impact. I hope so. Yeah, I, hope it, I hope it's Amari Cooper <laughs> or TJ <laughs> Hawkinson. All right. That's the sound right. We got two more. Cam Newton's return will have an impact on Christian McCaffrey owners. Negative or positive? Uh, whatever. whatever. What do you guys think? Do you think, I, think it's, I think you'll have a positive impact. We all know what that relationship was in the beginning of time why not what's different now so we'll go with positive impact does that sound about right that cam newton's return will have a positive impact on c-mac owners absolutely i think he's have a more positive impact on the the panthers as a whole mm-hmm. but i feel like mccaffrey just his own guy you know he doesn't need anyone else to do what he does he does what he does he does it every week i think i think cam's smart enough to know that if he wants to keep this job he Give the fucking ball to two, two, yeah, and let him do his let thing, him do his magic. And I mean, Cam's not dumb. He's won games like that his entire career. Facts, facts. Yeah. Next, does this sound about right? There is no confidence start on the Cleveland Browns offense. If Nick Chubb is playing, that's completely wrong. Okay. If he is playing, if that's still completely playing. wrong. Okay. It's a starting running back. Yeah, it's whoever the starting running back is. Okay. That's so whoever's yeah. for the yeah. running back for the yeah. week, yeah. that's your start. Yeah, you 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 stay away from all tight ends, all wide receivers. Makes sense. No, that makes sense. All right, our last one. Does this sound about right? Russell will not be the same Russell as we know due to his finger injury. And I assume, excuse me, that's me, that if he, I think that he rushed his uh, finger injury back, if I'm not mistaken, 
He didn't look. I don't know why he just didn't look good in that Packers game. Yeah, we talked about this on Sunday. I think I told you how he he rushed back completely. Everyone was talking about uh, it was supposed to be two more weeks at least of recovery time, and this guy just said, "Fuck it, I want to play football. I don't care about anything else. My finger feels fine. I'm good to go." Obviously, it wasn't fine because he did not throw it well. Granted, it was in Green Bay. It was a snow game. Not that it reflected on the field. Green Bay does a good job of melting that shit somehow, some way. I don't know. I'm not an engineer. But that was wild. It was, it was like, wild. It was like it never happened. Yeah, <laughs> like it never happened. But I'm sure it was still cold as shit. And I, as you know, when you guys, you, I mean, you guys have had injuries, I'm sure the cold does not help injuries at all. It makes it 10 times worse. So um, I'd like to assume that Russ will be back and better than ever at some point. I just don't know when. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I feel like it's Russell Wilson. You want to bet on the on him being the same guy he always has been. And I feel like I don't, I'm not, I'm not trying to defend his performance this weekend because it was absolutely terrible, but the Packers defense is actually their past defense, at least is actually not to be messed with. Even without Jair Alexander, who they haven't had in six weeks, I'm pretty sure they're, they're the number one pass defense this year besides the bills. And they're just locking people up. Obviously the, the Seahawks looked like shit, but Russ will probably be back. He's probably got some more favorable matchups coming up down the road. Probably rush it back, so you know, give it a week or two, and then if it's still looking the same, might start to get a little worried. Okay, that sounds about right. So sounds about like it's who am I, who am I time? Oh shit! You guys know your record? It's the rubber match. I, oh, said every I do time. know the record. What's the record? Uh, one, one, and one. No, I actually have no idea. I think I think yeah. I want I want to say I, no. I want huh? Oh, on someone Sunday. won this weekend. No, you guys did tie this weekend. Yeah, we did tie this weekend. So, so it's 1-1-2. One, 1-1-2. One, one, and one, one, 1-1-2, and two. One, one, yeah. Colin one win, out. one loss, two draws. Two draws. Who was this right. past weekend? It was Debo, right? Yeah. It was Debo. Yeah. All right, yeah, here yeah, we go. Both, Who we both got it. am I? Ready? Yep, you let's guys do it. You how it works. Submit the full name, not half, not... Full name, game. and then if you're playing at home, guys, uh, you guys know the drill. You know it the goes drill. by round. goes by round. You send it in. Tell yourself in your car, you listen to the car, whatever, just say it out loud when you think you're ready. You can only submit once, so don't get cocky. Don't pull it out too early. You know, make sure it's the right guy. Here we go. Hopefully, they got a little harder, Rod. All right. I was born in 1970. 1970? Can't can't play in the league. Is he a coach? You got to stop thinking out loud. All right. You got to start thinking. Like, Colin doesn't do that. Only you do that. Think in your head because you're giving him clues and you're giving him things that he can solve. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Next clue. I have been in the league since 2013. I spent some time with the Legion of Boom. Next clue. I witnessed one of the biggest, and some may say the greatest comebacks ever. Comebacks, comebacks, plural. Come like come like game, come, like a comeback in a uh, game. Okay. I recently received the game ball. All right, for, I got it for my for, for my performance. Got it for a very specific reason. One second. Can I send it? Yeah. I don't like my chances here. I think I lost, but don't say anything. Rod. Don't even look me in the fucking eye. All right, I'm not gonna send it then. Keep going, Rod. I have been a head coach in the past, but I am currently a coordinator. Okay, keep going. 
I believe one of my players could be up for defensive rookie of the year. I'm not stumped on this right now. Could be a defensive rookie of the year, you said? Yes. Keep going. That was my last clue. <laughs> I think I should have got- That's fucked up. You got to give him some more. Okay. Come on no, with some right, more. I'll, I'll, no, no, no. I, you, no, you has to. He has to. If you don't have it by now, you got you got to keep going. I, I mean, I, I like this one. I was a coach, a head coach in the NFC. The head coach in the NFC. It's a part of the Legion of Boom. Was. I actually was the head coach in a Super Bowl championship. Against the GOAT. That's, yeah, that's what you... Colin Stumped. I mean, is this, is this tough? I'm I'm just, I sent it in four fucking six yeah, rounds you ago. You did, you did. Did you get it? Yeah, I got Chris it. Is yeah. correct. No, I'm just having, a, like, the 1970 fucking part really just stumped you me. You know he's a coach, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but, but then it was a Legion of the Boom, so then I was, like, really stuck on Brandon Browner. And then I, he obviously started getting head coach. I didn't know the guy that I sent in, which is the correct guy, by the way. I did not know he coached the Legion of Boom. I completely threw that hint out. Oh, so I, I was thinking he played for the no, Legion no, he of was Boom. No, no, he was a and coach. And then found a coach's role yeah, after he that. Was, he was coaching. And then when he said he played in the Super Bowl, I was like, okay, Brandon Browner played for the Patriots, probably was on that comeback team against the Falcons. But then after that, it just went to shit. So did you, just, do you have it yet or no? Falcons? No. Okay, so well, you don't have it? Okay, well, that's it. All right, no, hold on. Let it, we have to let him figure it out. So the next, <laughs> the next hit is... I'm a defensive coordinator for the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. Who's a fucking defensive coordinator? Oh, my God. Are you serious? Wait, don't tell me. Oh. He coached in a Super Bowl against Tom Brady. was a part of one of the biggest comebacks of all time. Oh, fucking Dan Quinn. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I said yeah, that I, in a long of, time ago. I was yeah. thinking of Shanahan, too. Yeah. It was the, uh, the game ball that got me. Because yeah. I know that everyone was like, dude. Dan Quinn schemed up the yeah. greatest thing against his old like team. The Falcons, like, yeah. yeah. And, and McCarthy was like, boom, here's your game ball, man. Yeah, I saw that Michael Parsons Twitter. could potentially be up for a defensive rookie of the year. Potentially, maybe. He's playing very well. I tried my best not to brag that I got it right early. Yeah. Like, I wanted to scream and shout when, at, like, every hint just got better and better and better. And I was like, yeah, I got the right guy. But I didn't want to ruin it for him. And, like, dude... I don't blame you. I know we've had like a long mental week. We've had a you know mentally yeah. draining week. I'm sorry. Not your fault. I mean, I just come it. back better than ever. Yeah, it's well, fine. that was good. Good match, guys. Good. I, I love those. I love to see you guys. Hey, think. you said we. You said uh, you know guys have potentially boomed after coming on UMI. Who am I? Yeah. That means Amari Cooper's got a shot. Fuck. Why yeah. the hell did I do Dan Cowboys Quinn? Cowboys gonna I boom. didn't even think about it. Yeah. All day today, I was watching like the coverage of the Chiefs Cowboys, and they were talking about Dan Quinn, and I'm like, shit, Dan Quinn's the guy today. Yeah, and, dude, and uh, you just fucked your Chiefs. How I do did. You feel about Every that? week, I... You know what you have to do, right? Sunday, who am I? You have to do a Chiefs game. You already know it's coming, bro. Yeah, so your first game... You better you're, be you're, ready. Your first game could be, I am somehow, in some shape, way, or form, a part of the Kansas City Chiefs <laughs> organization. <laughs> All right. All right. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Live Wire Fantasy Football. Remember to tune in live on Sunday at 11 a.m. We think... We think we don't know because it could be a give 11, or take 30 11, minutes. Yeah, give it. Yeah, yeah. Give us like a thirty-minute bubble zone. Um, on Twitter, on YouTube, Twitter is at LiveWireFF. YouTube is Rise Network US. Facebook is Rise Network US on all social platforms. And guys, 
We, we will be posting the phone number on the Twitter. Call in with your stardom sit-ums. If you want to make a bet, tell us your bet. You're, you had a lock of the week, whatever. Go ahead. We love interaction with the people. Shout out to all of our viewers and listeners. Too. Like We have been getting a lot of love on Sundays, too. Yeah. And I don't know if people have probably made it this far in the episode, but if you have, thank you. Seriously, thank you. No, thank you. Yeah, thank we you. love all of our supporters, and yeah. you guys are awesome. All yes. right? Thank you again. Bye-bye. See ya.